0: know i i saw so much blue in the chat and i was like oh my god like all the moderators are like out in full force until i looked at it closer and uh it's just jay meow like spamming and talking about pizza and they're having like a huge pizza conversation
1: yeah no J meow's a pizza nazi i'm not sure if you're aware of this or not (laughs) no i didn't know that actually no huge pizza nazi he's not a fan of missouri pizza at all it's a thing interesting i don't know what's your favorite kind of pizza
2: alec I I like very spicy pizza. I I actually I actually recently discovered that the place near me will do will replace the sauce with hot sauce. What? Uh, And uh, and then I'll add chili flakes on top of that. It's it's terrible.
0: (laughs) It's good going in, bad leaving. Yeah 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 exactly. (laughs) Let's
2: let's start the show.
1: This is PSVR Gamescast live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And God, it must be one of those days, but fuck me if I know which one it is. My name's Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pro, and the guys from right, the boys, guesting, guest hosting. Uh, not for, not the first time on the uh, on the channel. I think he did a viewer takeover with us before. Alec, Alec Sin from yeah. Sin Studio, developers of Swordsman VR and all sorts of great uh, PSVR goodness. What's going on, Alec?
2: Not much. You uh, you caught me by surprise today, actually but I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I'm like a, I'm like a recurring star on this show yeah, <laughs> at <man>. this point.
1: <laughs> and that guy on the right-hand side of the screen is AJ from The, the Underground.
2: Underground, PSVR
0: Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Alex? So good to have you, my friend. I'm so glad you uh, you got to join us today. It is our pleasure indeed. Happy Monday, guys. And I know people aren't usually a fan of Mondays, but hopefully we can help your Monday suck. Just a little
1: bit less. You know who made my Monday suck just a little bit less? Jeppy Condal with the $5 tip says, How's it going? How's it going to you, Jeppy Condal? What's dude? up, Jeppy? You're Local homegrown game cat. Let's get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's in my neck of the woods. <laughs> nice. I don't know who's in my neck of the woods. I, I keep all my doors and windows shut and go, If you're in my neck of the woods, fucking stay home. Uh, also, <laughs> Professor Lilith with the $5 tip says, August 29th, cat multi- multiplayer is no man's sky uh survey for september 5th now open votes on discord werewolves within battle wake or battle zone wow battle wake god they haven't played battle Wake in so long oh yeah uh sh- no, thank no, you man. professor Lilith, for uh, keeping the uh, GameCat multiplayer uh shit going because I, we dropped the ball on that big time so you're the best thank you for the tip we appreciate you uh guys a little bit of housekeeping before we get to show Rowan here uh as, make sure you join our discord the link's in the description if you haven't already click it join us be one with the cats uh that's where this conversation happens 24 7 that's where you can get involved in those multiplayer meetups that's where you can join us for box vr every single night if you're so inclined uh we really really appreciate uh, all you people over there hanging out having fun doing our thing uh, also, uh, don't forget that uh, Jamie Yao, who just tipped us, is also helping us get our website up and running. And this show is available on Spotify, um, also Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other streaming services. So if you're uh, if you don't want to do this video format, don't worry because uh, we have a, an audio podcast form. Jamie, with the five dollar tip, says it's very easy to be judgmental when you live in Massachusetts, where all the Italians and Greeks make great pizza. Very easy of you, Brian. Again, I feel like it's reverse racism. I'm like, there's got to be Italian and Greek boys out here that just make fucking shitty pizza, right? It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what do you guys think? You you want to you want to? i Show today or just now? I don't
2: know. I'm curious. What uh, I must have missed. I, I knew you guys were doing a website, but I must have missed the details on what you guys plan on doing with it. Like, what what kind of stuff are people going to be able to expect on there?
1: Uh, it's gonna be uh, for the most part uh, written you know the, the written reviews with links to the video reviews, uh, you know screenshots, all that mm-hmm. stuff just to kind of make it easier to consume for people who don't want to sit there and watch a whole video. Um, but one of my favorite things that's gonna be on the website uh, is I, I, I like to write. I've, I've been a writer my whole life and and just kind of going on these big long rants about my opinions on things like editorials is something that I feel like right. I. Get to do really all that much. Sometimes I get to do it here on Gamescast, but not in a really well thought out format. And so that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Um, and of course, you know, inviting developers on to uh, write their own op-eds about things too. Uh, so we try to diversify and see what see what we can mm. bring to the website that we don't bring to the YouTube channel. Well, I'm sticking to the the videos because nobody likes to read. <laughs> Very classy of you, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> class act that's why they keep you right hey, everybody's we'll
0: thinking it, I'm, at least i got the guts to say it okay that's all i'm saying <laughs> Damn. all right so then. we just
2: said oh wait uh daddy Longlegs uh says I- i'm looking kind of thick oh. <laughs> i don't know how to process that <laughs>
1: <laughs> i i mean i'm pretty sure it's a compliment right that is i definitely think so a compliment, well
2: it? no it's a compliment if it's two c's yeah but he, yeah but they, I, they meant like that's like, what he meant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's possible that I have your window stretched horizontally, and that. <laughs> oh, <do you? laughs> I mean, it's possible. I can double check. I don't want you being abnormally no, no. thick. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks all right. All right. Hey, uh, Jamie. Yeah, with another five dollar tip, says not all Italians and Greeks make great pizza, but all great pizza is made by Italians and Greeks. Also, Tyson. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love swordsman. He gives you a nice compliment. Hey. Yeah. Nice.
2: swordsman loves you (laughs)
1: swordsman is dope oh yeah guys if you haven't jumped into swordsman yet uh definitely check it out you said you did you did jump into our chat though um during one of the last shows somebody was talking about buying swordsman and you were like oh it's about to go on
2: sale (laughs) yeah i don't i I actually don't know how ahead of time you guys know about sony sales so i didn't want to say anything in in, you know in detail but
0: so yeah uh... yeah Sony so, calls me way way ahead in advance. I n- I know before you do. I know your game's you? going on sale before you. Do. <laughs> before I do, yeah. <laughs> no,
1: not really. <laughs> no, I don't. But, but but we did get a nice response from that. People saying, "Oh wow, the dude's like cannibalizing his own sales to so that we can save a few bucks." And so like everyone thought that was really nice of you. Awesome, man. Awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, the more people that can play it, the better, honestly. At this point.
1: We also got yeah. Mick Coles with the five quid saying, just got back from my daughter's wedding. Congratulations to Mick Coles' wedding. Congrats, Hopefully you threw Mick some Coles. shapes. And then he pops up and says, I threw some shapes on the dance floor. And now feel a little woozy. Now just chilling with the cats. Nice, man. Nice, Put man. your feet up. Kick, kick back. back. Relax. Definitely a relaxing kind of day. I can feel it, man. I can feel it. Uh, but AJ, I feel like maybe we should get the show rolling here before, uh, before it becomes seven o'clock and we haven't talked about anything.
0: Well... While you're sitting back and relaxing, I'm all fired up, Brian. Um, because, uh, you know, I actually want to know real quick as we get started. Are we going to start with the first question that's on the thing, Brian? I, I don't know, man. What's the is first question on the thing? All right. We'll start with the news then. <laughs> all right. Uh, guys, uh, so let's kick off the news. There is an Oculus Connect event October 28th. And I'm sad to report that we are now only covering Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, actually, the reason uh, we are mentioning this is because the last Oculus Connect event had tons of PSVR games. We we out of I know I don't remember how many things they showcased, but there was actually six uh, PSVR featured things. things like Saints and Sinners Aftershocks mm. was uh, unveiled, um, and there was a whole bunch of other games. So we're going to be keeping an eye out on that. And, and seeing uh, if we maybe see something else that might be coming our way. We know a couple games that are coming to PSVR are, um, they're not exclusive to PlayStation VR. Stuff like uh, Song in the Smoke. So who knows? Maybe we'll see some, some thing, updates on games that we already know are coming. As well as uh, some other maybe new announcements potentially. Yeah, the, the, rumor, the rumor
1: goes uh, that we could very well be seeing Quest 3 there. Uh, now, I think that... Is that the rumor? I don't know, man. People talk. Sometimes I listen. <laughs> I, I think this is one of those examples of somebody said something and I went, that's a rumor. And I, because, you know, here's how, here's how much I care about following Quest rumors. You just heard exactly how much. I didn't do any research on this whatsoever. So the fact is, is like if we do hear about Quest 3 or they reveal their launch plans for, they reveal the hardware, whatever. I mean, how much how much do you think this affects Sony, if at all?
0: Well, go ahead, Al. Uh,
2: uh, it depends. It depends on what their launch window would look like, yeah. On one well, hand, you could have a situation where like, if the launch window is uh, too close to the NGVR, mm-hmm. then people will just be like, I'm going to hold out and wait for the NGVR. Uh, but then if, if it's too far ahead, like too, too early, if, if the Oculus Quest comes earlier, then people might jump on the Quest and maybe not jump back onto PlayStation VR. So it's like a really weird window, this whole thing.
0: I think if they announce a, a quest 3 there will be riots in the streets people were already a little upset about the quest 2 except the quest 2 is doing excellent they've already yeah, yeah. you know the the numbers that we've seen they've maybe sold like 4 million something already i believe i don't know for sure but uh sounded like they had mm-hmm. sold 4 million uh at this point and that's a short amount of time to sell that many headsets um yeah. and to me i think it would be a good thing uh, in, in some ways because I like competition. I've said this a million times. Like, their VR is never going to grow or uh, if there aren't companies competing over trying to make the best headset at the most affordable price with the best games, most features, all that stuff. We win when there's more competition. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't think I, I would be blown away absolutely shocked if they actually announced it but as in terms of how would it affect sony bring it on man like competition is good yeah
1: i think sony's sort of um taking the stance that they don't Care at all what anybody else is doing as far as VR is concerned, because if they did, yeah. they would have had PSVR two out by now. It would have been out by this holiday season latest, right? Instead of possibly mm-hmm. next holiday season, um, and that's and that's just showing that they don't care and, and and not about not about VR, but about about their competition. I think they know as well as anybody that Oculus looks like they're doing really well, you know, with sales numbers and stuff. But when you look at the you know the the billions of gamers out there, uh, that it's it's they're they barely uh, they're barely tapping the potential, and so I think Sony's gonna when they jump in with PSVR two they're gonna make a bigger splash than Oculus ever did or Sony ever did or anybody else ever did, and so they're kind of saying oh you know right now everyone's fighting over small potatoes why fight over that at all you know we're just gonna hold off until we're 100 percent ready we're gonna have some AAA games ready for launch and man we're just gonna blow everybody out of the water and uh, and this isn't competition at all it's it's a they're they're playing an entirely different game than than Quest is them I, d- I don't think it's gonna make it one bit of difference to them that was my one yeah point. i'm
2: actually wondering how how like because because aj you're saying that you know competition is good but yeah like for the most part sony's probably got the hardware and everything fixed in even if they make a lot of changes they're not going to be able to make changes necessarily to compete with what they'll they'll find out quest 3 is now right so right. if by chance the quest 3 is amazing and people preferred on paper more than the psvr 2 then that could be dangerous even because i want to see console vr succeed uh, as well like that just the fact that we have so much more power there obviously you know quest has its uh, charm but uh i i I wouldn't want to let go of all that extra potential the ps5 and all that
0: yeah well the more dangerous quest is i think it really makes sony raised the like raised their game and that's kind of mm-hmm. what i mean by that is like right, the more right. competitive they are like if they're not competitive at all then then sony doesn't have to be as competitive or something but uh i think and and you know when brian you say when you say they don't care i i agree in one way but they care some like let's be honest here right like they're not like you don't think they care one bit or about that the competition they to, uh, absolutely yeah.
1: not uh, they've everything they've done so far has been like like just kind of like giggling as they go
0: we we're just gonna but release they, it when it's ready but they've probably they've likely learned some things from Quest they've likely you sure. know they've, they've learned some things so so like to say that they just flat out don't care one bit like even if they don't care they are still using it for research, for research and development, sure. uh, you know, getting maybe getting some ideas, taking some ideas, seeing the feedback, seeing what people really like, analyzing that data. So it's not about them caring more than like what the effect it actually directly has.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can totally see where you're coming from. Uh, I'm just saying as far as like their launch plans, as far as what happens uh, at the Oculus event, they don't care. That's as far as i meant with huh. that uh I, they just it's, oh right, right. it's it's just a completely different ball game you know it, it would be like it, it would be like when they released the playstation 5 as if sony was paying attention to the mobile market and going <laughs> well look at look at what they're doing on 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 your phone it's like nope nope there's yeah just no no interest over there whatsoever they're doing their own thing they're doing sony's nailing what they do fucking amazingly right they're making like these amazing uh, single player, AAA games, uh, big long adventures, and and they're doing things that pretty much no one else in the console console space is doing, and I see them continuing that trend into VR, and just kind of again blowing away the competition. Um, let, let the uh, let the third party developers take care of all that like all the filler stuff. Sony um, Sony's Sony's in their own little world, and uh, and that little world is fucking amazing. So I, I hope they just continue doing what they think is right because i think they're on they're on something
2: you know what would really get sony uh kind of caught as if, if xbox decided to do vr yeah because uh, now in that in that console split that would be a whole new thing
0: yeah phil spencer has commented on that and he just continues to say he doesn't see a vision like a way of making vr fit into their ecosystem so it kind of makes sense. They've got this huge focus on battle, on uh, Game Pass, and um, all sorts of other things that they have going, ways to monetize and and things. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't honestly see it either. But man, I would love some Forza Horizon in VR. That's for sure. Or some, uh, you know, Halo or Gears of War or something. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all for it. And again, more competition. Um, but so. In regards to, so let's, let's jump to the next topic here. Um, you know, you mentioned a little bit about AAA devs and stuff. We recently had these PSVR 2 leaks, which it's just right now codenamed Next Gen VR, NGVR. Uh, what do you think this means for indie devs? And, you know, as, since we have happen to have an indie dev with us, um it's the most like these questions were tailor-made for our uh, for our guest <laughs> host today almost oh they almost were <laughs> yeah. um yeah we just would love to see since we got you on we'd love to hear your insights as to like w- what does uh you know uh, obviously you've probably heard about the leaks and and seen them um and we're just curious yeah. to get your uh take on it and what it means for you right now
2: yeah i mean the uh, obviously just close. as a as a disclaimer, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, in no way, I mean, this is all speculative, and in no way could I right. confirm. But assuming that they're true, mm-hmm. um, it—I don't think it's black and white necessarily. I can't, I can't say that it's good or bad. <clears throat> like, in some ways, having uh, more a games and studios involved means more people are gonna come to VR, and the more people that come, the better it is for indie devs. Uh, just just to have the market grow in that way. But at the same time, the standards are going to go up a lot more. Even now, when there isn't as many AAA titles, the standards we could see are getting higher and higher constantly, just among the indies for the most part, even. Um, and so if AAA studios start getting involved, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it in a, a situation where like uh, the AAA standard isn't something that indie uh, games are benchmarked against uh, which probably the most likely that's that's what's what's happening with flat games right like you consider an indie game an indie game and you compare it against other indie games Uh, I think for the most part it would be good though I I would love to see more people coming into VR and kind of seeing it go more mainstream like if if you told people that all their favorite games were going to come to VR and they didn't have to pay a premium price for it like that's such a huge deal
1: Yeah, what do
2: I you think?
1: guys think? I mean, I feel I feel like I've gone on and on about it, um, probably at length. Uh, I, I think I think that, you know, obviously these hybrid games are um, certainly what's gonna push VR forward in this next generation. And I think that's only because it's a transitional generation. It's a generation that where um, we're trying to get as many gamers into VR as possible and we're not we don't have the luxury yet of getting Um, developers like activision and ea or whoever to make a game built from the ground up with uh with with vr support uh that's going to be something that they're only going to do with hybrid games because they just can't afford to spend the millions and millions and millions of dollars to make triple a uh vr only games and so this i really do think that psvr2 is sort of the transitional uh generation where these things need to happen right we need to we need to get Triple A developers to make their hybrid games, Um, and that will get more gamers in, and that will get more uh, big developers into the VR gaming space. There's just no better way to do it, unfortunately. You know, I know that everybody wants to uh, have—they're like, oh, there's nothing better than than games built from the ground up for VR. Um, But my question for those people is, what games are you talking about, right? Like, what? What games like are we, are we talking about like Shadow Legend where like Shadow Legend is you know this this small indie game and it, and it feels really good to play and you can climb around and you, all the weapons feel really good and it's it's just uh, you feed dogs and feed, <laughs> and play fetch with the dog and, and feed horses mm-hmm. like it's just very VR stuff but but then it's only like four hours long and the combat kind of sucked and uh and it could really could have used some work in the in the storytelling department as like is that what you consider like the best vr experience because because then, then i kind of then you kind of start losing me um I, th- I, think, <clears throat> I think i think i think triple a devs would be able to do those kind of things pretty easily with their triple a flat screen games uh but then also deliver the full-fledged 30-hour experience that we're looking for
0: yeah i you know, I will take, I've seen some some people, um, some VR enthusiasts and stuff, uh, show some concerns over AAA non-VR devs making, uh, stepping into the VR world. And, you know, I, I want to address this. I won't call them out by name because I have a problem with the idea. I don't have a problem with the person, but I really hate how I see a lot of VR enthusiasts, a lot of people that are really you know, deep into the ecosystem already saying that, saying stuff like non-VR AAA devs don't deserve or shouldn't be able to step into the VR space. And to me, I think that's a garbage take. I think that is like to to say that there are non-VR developers that can't or won't, you know, uh, be able to make good games or good experiences or, or immersive features uh, I think is short-sighted incredibly short-sighted and that like you know I think some like not every game in general is gonna be a winner all the time that's just how it is like some people get it right some people don't and really a lot of these developers that are stepping into VR for the first time because i have I've had my complaints too stuff like um the la noir VR case files how everything was like you know you press and it you press a button and it fades away and and then like you know instead of getting to actually climb like physically grab and climb stuff it was like you'd like hold on to like a pipe on the side of a building and you just teleport to the top yeah I have a problem with those features for sure and I understand those concerns but I think I, I feel like there's no other way for I think it's a it's a healthy way for VR to grow and evolve organically uh, to, to have these developers try new things take new risks you know there's stuff like Hitman 3 that came out. People were really upset about the, the dual shock, but I, I think that that was a limitation of the hardware. And I don't think that's going to be a problem. This next gen coming up.
2: I have a, I have a theory that I'm kind of worried about. Uh, Uh If true, um, the leak mentioned selective installs. I actually mentioned this. I commented this on one of the past game, game casts, uh, if the, if the selective install thing is true and the idea is that you could install only the VR or only the non-VR part of a game, uh, where that would make most sense is if you have a game that has VR as a bonus rather than, uh, built into the core of the entire game. So if you had like, you know, a standard flat game with like a couple missions that happen to be in VR, because if you're going to do the whole game in VR, in addition to flat, Selective install doesn't really help at all at that point because you, you still have to download all the maps, all the assets, everything has to be the same. The, the majority of the download is still there and selective install almost doesn't even matter. And so my, what I'm wondering is like, is Sony doing selective install uh, so they can encourage AAA devs to start adding VR to their games rather than building it natively alongside their games as like a transition Like, hey, like, you know, like EA, like dip your toes in VR, like add some VR modes to your IPs and see how it does, see how it goes. Because you're still getting the sales from the flat game and you don't have to put as much work or time into doing the full game. And then selective install comes into play and actually works. Because if that's not true, if AAA studios are going to do fully fleshed out VR experiences of their flat games, like alongside them, then you're not going to be using selective install. And selective install is only really reserved for... The few games that will do VR as a bonus.
1: Well, let me ask yeah. you this, because this is just me not knowing um, how game development works, mm-hmm. and so my question to you is: if you if you had a game where you were first person walking around, <laughs> and the flat screen mode, you know, was just using the Dual Shock or Dual Sense, and you looked at a drawer and you mm-hmm. hit X to open, and then the drawer just automatically opened, or if you walk up to a ladder and you hit X and you just automatically climb the ladder, um, how much different is the game engine? When you suddenly have two hands and you're reaching out and you're actually pulling that drawer open and taking out the thing that's inside of it and then you walk up to a ladder and you have to climb it yourself like how much different is the game coding would that have to be two separate engines or would it or is there something there that no. says hey the game is the game understands that you're in vr and it just changes up the interactions." yeah
2: you'd still have the exact same game and then maybe you'd add like a few megabytes really that would that would basically be like the motion control the addition of motion controllers uh, all the inputs and the configs that you need for VR, the settings and things like that. And then the code for those interactions, like what happens when you press trigger and in VR, or you have to be hovering over a thing. And, and all like, like all these, lo- like all this code, the code side of it is super, super small in terms of you know, storage space. So that, that's what, that's why I was concerned. I was like the VR, like if you were gonna do Skyrim VR or Skyrim non-VR, but you were gonna sell it as one package, You wouldn't see like if you were to do selective install you wouldn't see much of a difference and so it gets tricky like that like the actual vr mechanics is not taking up a lot of space a lot of the space you're you're dedicating to textures and assets and the maps like a lot of dense data uh, not so much the code
0: yes i i understand the concerns because this is the thing i've heard this has been the whole debate around this so far and and i'd love to get alex insight into this as well but you know there's vr this this for this was the first gen of like mainstream vr in a way and and it's it we when it started it was very much in its infancy and there's a lot of stuff that we were just happy with we were content with being like oh this is just in vr stuff like um <clears throat> well let me just say stuff like Resident Evil Seven, which has more which has a little bit more than just thing but it doesn't have motion controls, right? It's got it's got a different head aiming system and stuff. I've always said that I love like games that are just get the get just VR on them, but I prefer motion controls. I prefer things with more interactiveness to them. And that's why while I love, love, love Games like Resident Evil Seven, and I want it, and I can't wait to play Resident Evil Village on PSVR2 eventually. I really hope the difference is that it's not just in VR with the DualSense. I hope that it's using the orbs, that there's things you right. can actually read, like go in and interact with, kind of like how they're doing with the uh, Resident Evil Four uh, re- remake on the Quest. Um, you know, that's my preference, of course. But I will sometimes if it just can't work or for whatever reason. um, We've seen a lot of that happen this gen where they couldn't do the full game. Like Ace Combat 7 or or something where they couldn't do the full game. It sucked that it wasn't the full game, but it was still amazing and immersive and and super fun to play. Um, But yeah, long, long story short, I like VR modes and stuff, but I... Would absolutely, I think what's going to propel VR and use its full potential is adding that extra interactive stuff. Like No Man's Sky is a great example, um, where where it has like all this stuff. You know, instead of pressing X to open the ship, now you you pull on the door handle and stuff like that. That that little extra immersive gameplay is important to me.
2: But shades of gray matter just just commented saying I could see selective install making a difference if there are different assets for each version, so lower detail ones for VR, and and they're right. Like if uh, if a dev is able to put in a lot of work into doing you know different levels of detail for textures and for the meshes, you could save a reasonable amount of space. Uh, that's assuming that they put that effort in, and I know Triple you know devs will definitely go that extra mile uh i guess in that sense more of a worry for indies Uh, but how much you're going to be able to save i mean it depends on the scope of the game and 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 what you have to actually put into
1: it true i guess if you're talking about like a huge open world game then suddenly that's the kind of game that you do want a selective install because if you do have two entirely separate sets of textures this this thing that wouldn't wouldn't normally be that uh that big of a deal you wouldn't be saving that much space eventually you say oh shit there's different textures for every single piece of everything in the environment. It's like chopping the game down. Right. Right. Not in half, but close. Real quick. Uh, Joey Betts uh, sent us $5 tips at Sin Studio. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> and then follow it up with a $3 tip says, what if AAA flat games did a VR $20 upgrade? So if you were already buying your $70 game, would you pay an extra $20 to be able to play it in PSVR two? I mean, it depends on the game, right? I would have paid a hundred bucks, no problem for Resident Evil 7 um, because I've played that game over and over. It's one of my favorite games of all time in VR. Um, So it depends on the game. simple answer, man.
0: Yeah, it depends on the game. You have to look at what devs are currently doing with flat games from the PS4 to PS5 upgrade system. Some are doing a free upgrade. Some you have to do a deluxe edition. You have to have the deluxe edition to upgrade. Some are just doing like a separate purchase. That's how it's probably going to be. It's probably going to be all over the place. Um, there's, but you know, obviously the hybrid games are probably just going to be the sixty, you know, forty to seventy dollar games or whatever, uh, and then just have like a VR option that you can play it in, unless it's a standalone title. Right. Uh, so
1: something that something that came to mind uh, after ask after asking Alec if he'd be on the show today was um, this is this this is. Uh, I hope you have a good answer for this, Alec, because it's going to drive me crazy otherwise. Um, I was thinking about studios like Vitruvius, who made Shadow Legend, and you know, and Sin Studio makes sense as well for this question. Um, and so they're making games that are really good VR games. But what would be what would be stopping if this if this Sony initiative was saying, "Hey, you know what? Like hybrid games are the future." What would keep uh, these independent studios, the ones that are pushing VR forward? from saying, hey, you know, we're also going to launch this on the flat screen, and we're, we're going to take advantage of like what everyone else is doing, and we're going to make a bunch of money by selling our game on the flat screen, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, it, it, and it would be way less fun, obviously, right, it's to, to be like, oh, I'm going to go pick up this steak and then throw it to the dog, and just but it's all just tapping For the sure X button, button. Yeah. right? But it, it would reach a larger market, and they'd, make, they'd probably make a whole lot more money, uh, so what <laughs> Would you ever consider doing that uh, as sin studio?
2: We have considered doing that. Uh, the new project that we're working on uh, the it has a name now, which you guys you know will find out soon, but the the code name for it was hybrid because originally that was the idea. This was before you know the leak or any of that. so mm. and, and of course, in like the first instinct is, there's a financial incentive for Indies to do that because the flat market's just so much bigger. Um, But assuming most indie studios in VR right now are relatively small, they have to be able to design a good game for VR and for non VR, and then build it out to whatever scope that they had planned out to work well in both cases. And then when they do that and they release it, if it's a great VR game, but not a great flat game, but they're one game, uh, they're probably going to get more downloads from flat players, and their rating is going to get mostly influenced by flat players. So even if it's a great VR game, people who are going in to want to buy it for the VR section will still see one rating that flat gamers predominantly left behind. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able to actually design a really good flat game and execute it and design a really good VR game and execute it. And I just don't think... That most indie devs in the VR space can, uh, at least on a scope that can compete with other flat games. Because, like, right. I, I remember I, I, I've heard it before. I don't remember from who. Somebody saying, "Why don't you make Swordsman a flat game?" And that would be a terrible, terrible idea. Like nobody was going to want to play that. Nobody's going to want to sit in an arena, killing enemies, with just by mashing buttons. Uh, it's just too small of a scope. And so, I don't think indie devs, for the most part, can compete in the flat market uh it's, it's a big risk
1: yeah, it's, yeah. A little, it's a little crazy when we think of games like saints and sinners we go wow oh, it's a fucking amazing game and you know i played the crap out of it and platinum a bit and couldn't get enough of it um and then mm-hmm. i kind of and then i try to picture it on a flat screen and go suddenly playing it on a flat screen it becomes the world's most average game but
2: playing right it you might as well VR, take dying light or something yeah. right
1: absolutely uh, so, so many better options um but uh yeah, I mean, actually, I would take Dead Island and VR if anybody out there is listening. Anybody? Nobody.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there are some examples, but it's going to be few and far between. Quite frankly, from what I've seen, yeah, I mean, just like Alex said, a lot of games that I've seen that have, they they launched as a VR game and then, and then had a flat version become available, I can count on maybe one hand, uh, not even using all my fingers, how many actually looked good on flat. And I think, like, the only one that comes to mind is like maybe the persistence. And, um, you know, that's kind of like a standard first person shooter kind of deal. So it translates well. Um, but, yeah, you take the VR out of a lot of these things. And, and I feel like you kill every, uh, what makes it special in the first place. Um, meanwhile, I think you can take a, a lot of flat games and I think more have a chance, have a better chance of being enhanced with VR versus yeah. vice versa.
2: Yeah, Yeah. there's probably a lot of just average flat games that would be amazing in VR. So that effect of why indies might be hesitant to do uh, flat hybrids uh, is like the opposite for, for indie flat devs. <clears throat> like for them, it's like it could only, I mean, assuming the game, the concept could work in VR well and they can execute it. Like it's just, it's like the opposite incentive where there's almost no reason not to try and get into VR at that point.
0: So especially early on this first gen this i i would 100 percent agree what about the ps5 what about what what with with the ps5 how many of these first gen vr limitations are eliminated do you think are potentially going to be eliminated
2: Uh, the biggest thing um, is the weight that's being lifted off the gpu Um, like even something like swordsman the arenas are pretty small by design. Uh, like we wanted to try and get detail in there, but it's not about scope because we just couldn't uh, really render more than that. Like you have a certain amount of draw calls that you could do. Uh, the triangle count in the entire scene has to be below a certain amount. So like you, you're limited by how much work you can make the GPU do. And depending on what your idea is, like if you want to do a big scope project, like you want to do open world or, uh, or anything like that. Like you're 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 very severely limited by the GPU. And so now, uh, with FSR and foveated rendering, a lot of weight is being lifted off the GPU to do the same amount, or to, to output the same results that we're outputting now. And so all of this extra power is now available. Uh, and that's not even including the possibility of you know Epic Games making Nanite work with VR in Unreal Engine Five uh, to just keep. Allowing this sort of uh performance ceiling to go higher, like there's there's so much potential for bigger games, and it's almost like it's there's not gonna be even an excuse at that point for uh for devs to be constrained within the limitations that we see now. like a lot of the projects that we see are small or short uh, and that's up by part because of the limitations. and so now we'll have a lot more freedom uh, where even indie devs could do open world games if they know how to utilize that technology so but then imagine what triple a studios could do which is actually the obviously i'm excited to to have a lot of those you know limitations lifted but i'm wondering like imagine what AAA a studios could do with all that power like that's kind of what they would want and need to execute their ideas on that scope uh which is probably why sony's so confident pushing that narrative of we're going to do triple a hybrids if that's true uh because they can now, right? It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a big leap.
0: Yeah, we had we had a big a uh, lot of excuses last gen of like, oh, it could it, it could run on the Pro, but it couldn't run on a base PS4. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, lots of stuff was cut, content or whatnot. So yeah, it you you were referencing the uh, the Epic Games or I don't know if it was Epic Games, but it was like that Unreal Five showcase. That was like one of the first things we saw that tech demo from um from was that presented by epic games or was that presented by okay okay i thought so yeah the and the triangles the billions and Mm. (laughs) gazillion triangles so many triangles yeah
2: that part i mean it doesn't work yet in vr Mm. uh, in the preview version of unreal 5 um, but they they will most likely have it be functional when unreal 5 releases officially next year
1: nice this is this is a question that i asked um uh, gamer Chick uh, tip from Skydance In voice chat recently And uh, And I always feel like It's very confrontational When I ask developers This question But like I still need to ask um, So take it In the way it's meant To be taken Please um, Okay <laughs> And that's Like there's does this does this whole hybrid AAA thing, we were trying to make it easy on uh, AAA developers to get their big games into VR, and suddenly the space that was sort of dominated by indie studios, like we like you guys were, you have been the stars of the show for the last five years because you've been carrying the torch. There hasn't been much competition from the big boys, right? So you get right. you get more of a spotlight if you release Swordsman in VR. More people are going to pay attention to it than if you will release it mm-hmm. on a flat screen because you'd just be lost in a sea of indies.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Does this does this whole hybrid VR initiative thing with with AAA developers getting their games easily into VR is that a little scary? To be like, oh shit, next gen is going to be so much more competition.
2: Yeah, it is scary. Like right now, you could release something like Swordsman, and then it's kind of like a standard of where it's it's like it it can be a go to for sword fighting for example like some people will prefer it over something like gorn where it's more arcade or whatever like there's that room to to find a home and to be like okay we're, we're here and people play it and, and want to play it and whatever uh, but when you start getting games that are triple a like if you had a triple a physics-based sword fighting game uh like like even something like chivalry 2 or something uh it would be a lot harder And and i think at that point we'd almost be forced to like clump up into niches that indie games tend to do like be more experimental be more edgy try to break the rules and see how you can get attention that way and mm. like you the way in which you can reach people starts to change you don't you can't just put a game out and be like hey we're a realistic sword fighting game like when you have triple a games like that that means nothing um, so in that way it's, it's very scary but like i said earlier having triple a studios involved increasing the market size also very good and one thing that I guess I, I, is comforting is to know that we've at least, uh, and I, I'm speaking just for us in uh, studio, but we've been in it at least long enough that when the AAA studios come in, we're not completely uh, oblivious to what's going on and how to do this. I mean, obviously we're still learning and and VR in itself is still relatively young, but it feels a little bit better knowing that we've, we've gotten some games out and we, we can kind of anticipate what we can do and, and, and we're not, you know, jumping. Like right now, if we were going to do uh, an indie flat game for Steam or something, like what it would take for it to be successful is 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 a lot higher. And it's true for any indie, uh, indie devs coming into the industry now, into the flat industry. Like they're going up against giants who have been doing this for decades, who have made every mistake possible. Uh, it just feels a little better knowing that we're making those mistakes now before they, it's like getting a head start. It's before they could get in able to make those mistakes
1: right it's good to hear uh because i mean one of the things we've been saying forever is that um you know it's it's been great watching studios like sin studio like uh dreams Mm -hmm. um like vitruvius (laughs) the one i keep going back to it's great to see them starting off as you know a couple people making games and then gradually growing into you know bigger indie studios or you know single a studios Wait, I mean, for the longest time, you were the only person at Sin Studio, right?
2: Yeah, for the first three games, it was mostly just me. And
1: how many people are working there now?
2: Now we're seven full time, uh, and there's a bunch of people, contractors, that come and go on an as needed basis. That's insane. It's huge, dude. I, every day I wake up, I'm like, "This is, can't be happening." I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I
1: know, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting it's to hire crazy. AJ over here. I'm just waiting to hire my second person, man. Like, that'll be the biggest day in Without Parole histories when I can finally do that. patreoncom slash Games, guys, come and make it happen. <laughs> um, but no, that's we're we're so proud of, of you know, of, of your studio and where you where you came from and, and where you're going. Um, and, and that's why you're going to reveal your next game right now on the show, right? <laughs> i know i know you well, I, it's called I, hybrid brian i, I, I know that you like to talk like about shit i feel like if i just twist your armor a little bit you'll be like all right i'll just do it now
2: i told you it's called hybrid
0: <laughs> yeah what more do you want
2: <laughs> no no you know what's funny i uh, this happens every time i sort <laughs> of uh, somebody i was doing a live stream a while back and somebody saw that uh, I, I saw a folder on my desktop or not my desktop in one of my folders called hybrid project hybrid or something Wait, did I mention this to you guys already? I feel like I already mentioned this.
0: I think. So. Nope, I don't Somebody think so.
2: saw saw that on a live stream and uh, called it, called me out on it. And I was like, "Oh, that's just a prototype project that we make swordsman mechanics in before they make it into the real project." But really, that whole time it was the new game. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but so. But on a real note, though, we we do have some some interesting uh, news on that coming coming very soon. And nice. A lot of people will probably see it for the first time on your show so it's pretty exciting
1: i'm looking forward uh the small amount that i know about it has me excited so i can't wait to uh <laughs> see an official reveal mri gamer with the five dollar tips says, hey alec always love when you're on the show excited for the physical release of the limited run games uh edition of swordsman can we get a tease of the cover art if you can
2: so we actually just got uh, the templates and stuff for that so we're working on that now uh we will show everybody what it looks like and we're also now working on what's actually going to come with it so instead of just doing oh, it's, a, it's a you know limited uh, run physical collector's edition we want to add something in the game that you can only get through All that right. now the downside is you have to open it and put the cd in the gonna disc, happen.
1: but it's just going to sit on my uh, shelf yeah. sealed. I'll never get <laughs> what it is them, right? I will never yep. open yep. it no, yep. no. it I, still I, adds to it I guess in a way I'm gonna be first in line, man. Like the, I, I collect very few things these days, but uh, but PSVR games on limited run and, uh, and in games from Play Asia. That's pretty much the only thing I collect anymore. Uh, look, we got another tip in the chat from Sin Studio. What are you doing? Oh, man? what's up, <laughs> Sin? With the, Shout with the, out to Sin Studio with the Canadian <laughs> uh, Monopoly money, ten dollar tip says hashtag <laughs> hire AJ. Uh, thanks, man. Is, oh,
2: <laughs> appreciate there's it. There's somebody. The game cats out of the glue bagger. Or... Yeah says so 10 bucks to hire aj question mark <laughs> man well oh man he, no, market, AJ market does have really, it.
0: you got to be competitive man you got to have competitive prices
1: in order to succeed oh, i've got a chart on my wall of what ten dollars gets me from aj <laughs> i'll tell you it's not not nearly as much as i need Dave, right now
0: Dave station was Dave station was fifteen dollars so i had to lower the price a little bit yeah but yeah he, he's so sloppy <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry miles dyer with the nine quid says all the love uh for the psvr without parole community All the love right back to you miles dyer uh who made a i, I believe his debut on uh on friday's show yeah friday show thank you miles nice for time. filling in uh guys we get a i think we had a few more psvr2 topics to cover um before we before we move on to 20 questions and uh we do have a uh, a, a viewer takeover question from donnie at the game cat over on discord writes, hashtag viewer takeover if psvr2 comes out as late as q3 2022 now he says as late as meanwhile i'm like that sounds reasonable uh, <laughs> do you believe we will have psvr1 games up until psvr2 and beyond or are we going to get a long dry spell
0: Ooh, that's Ooh. a good question. That's yeah, tough, yeah. Yeah, because this year has already been, I mean, this summer has been fantastic. But leading up to this summer was kind of brutal because there was, like, nothing. Um, a lot of, we relied on a lot of games getting updates. Um, you know, we had some that were, like, Hitman 3 and Doom 3 were, were big hitters. A couple small good indie ones, like like 1976, uh, Alvo. Yeah. Um, but in, but there were so long stretches in between, and I think this is why, this is why the AAA approach works. Because when, like, as much as I love indie indie games and stuff, you, I think when you get people's attention is by having name brand recognition and other things like that, and that gets people. And then people come into VR, and then they say, well, you know that that was cool, but that was just. VR tacked on and they go well look at this this swordsman isn't a dual shock controller I can actually use the moves and I get to physically punch people throw them up in the air in slow motion and let them land on my sword um and like so I think I think it's a great introduction um but man to answer the question I hope so (laughs) I hope there are games because the games are the one thing that, are, that is working really well right now. But that's still, the problem is, they're not selling more headsets. And they need, to me, they need a solution to continue selling headsets. And I just don't feel like it's, I feel like all their focus is gonna be on PSVR 2 in the meantime. So I just don't know. I, after, after January, once after December 31st, I, I big question mark, no idea.
2: I wouldn't do it, yeah uh, I mean uh, even when p s v r two comes out, any devs that are releasing games, even like in the first six months after that, I think it would be smart to have if possible backwards compatibility, but yeah, releasing on p s four right before launch or even in the four or five, six months leading up to it would be uh
0: it's like a death sentence I think yeah, right now it's, it's
2: bad, bad right thing.
0: now you're not gonna get sales, like you got so lucky getting swordsman out when you did because mm-hmm. i feel like that was the last big like flow that was like the last big uh like boost of headset sales um when, when like saints and sinners vader immortal a lot of these big big uh huge titles came out uh and did a lot and and you saw a lot of success in that time as well um yeah but you know even like fracked even arashi even some of these bigger games that have come out in recent time, I don't feel like they're getting their full, um, the, the platform is getting weaker. You know, the games are strong, are, are really strong right now, but it needs a strong platform for the developers to get the most profits. I mean, if you look at like sales on the Quest, I'm sure it's something like five times as much as what what you get on a PSVR release right now. And I hate to say that, but it's just, you know, people have been ready for, for next gen VR, uh, with PSVR for a long time. That's what the mainstream is waiting for. And when it happens, they, I think Sony's going to go huge with it. Um, personally, I don't think there's maybe going to be a lot of releases leading up to then. Maybe some big ones, maybe one or two big ones, mostly small ones. But I think PSVR 2 is going to have a huge, huge launch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think PSVR 2 is going to have a huge launch. I, you know, to the detriment of people buying a PlayStation VR headset right now, uh, I feel I feel bad by for saying this, but I kind of think that if you if you were planning on having your game come out anytime from now until the time PSVR2 launches, either just move your project over there and get ready for an awesome launch, uh, or as Alex said, be ready to have you a both? PSVR2 version ready. Um, I I I. I, I think that... Sorry. Good. I, I just don't think anything other than huge name like titles, like things things with recognizable IPs attached to them are seeing huge sales anymore. You know, I I would I could probably list a bunch of titles in my head that I think probably sold well, but I don't have any facts to back that up. And then a bunch of games that should have sold well that I know didn't <laughs> because cause I have the facts to back that up. Um, and so, it, it, but if you're buying a PlayStation VR headset right now, um, you have five years of games to get caught up on. So I don't feel all that bad for you if you're just jumping right. in now. You know, yeah, the new games aren't going to come out, but you have five years of amazing games to get caught up on at a super discounted price because there's always sales uh, going on in the PlayStation Store. So I don't feel too bad about all that.
0: No. We're huge. You have the best library at the cheapest price right now. So the headset still has tons of value. I just feel bad for developers that are releasing, like, Large scope games right now, um, but I I know that some I know that some of them are doing okay as well. Like like there's some life. I just the problem that I see is that when it comes to like the marketing and stuff, it is up to the developers to market. You know, I like does really well keeping his game uh, in in the in the top ten downloads every month, and I really believe a lot a lot of that has to do because he's updating the game and doing these huge updates and it brings more visibility. And, and, you know, he, he's made this strong community around swordsman. He's got a big community behind it. So not every dev, you know, if devs think that they can just push out a game and have a YouTube trailer on the PlayStation site, that that's going to sell their game. That's not going to be enough. I know that for a
2: fact. The interesting thing is like, we're in a weird position with swordsman. Like it's been on the top 10 most months since it came out and we've seen yeah. the typical trajectory of a game's life cycle but slightly different because we're constantly pushing updates out and because we've been in that sort of top 10 range it like i can i can infer what anybody who's not on it is making or or how much revenue they're generating uh and and just like trying to figure out like there's some big games that aren't on that list yeah who have more employees than we do and it's like it's kind of scary at this point that what it means to be in the top ten isn't what it would have meant even a year ago, right uh, so it, it, yeah, if somebody's putting out a game and they're just they just assume that you know that whole mentality of if you build it they'll come they don't mm-hmm. uh, I mean they don't know where to go, why would they come right it, it, It's tough, and on top of that, even if you market it, it has to be marketable, like some games it depends what their what, what the concept is and yeah it's yeah. rough, man,
1: as much as I love trey Boucher um. It's like, I, I don't know how you can spend years and years and years of your life making a game like wins and leaves and go, yeah, this is going to be sustainable. Like not, mm-hmm. uh, on a platform that doesn't have that many users, uh, you need to kind of focus on stuff that's going to be a little bit bigger. Um, so it's, it makes me sad to see somebody that's doing stuff that I love. I love like super independent, super artistic titles. And I see them being like, I, I, I don't know about the sales, but I know based on the number of people who have watched my review, um, which is almost nobody um that it's uh it's not it can't there's no way in hell it's doing well um somebody somebody commented on psvr this week and said i've never heard of arashi until today i was like wait where have you been for the last three weeks like it's not (laughs) even so even things like that are way more mainstream like arashi or or should be way more mainstream aren't getting the attention that they need yeah
0: well here's the good news guys is that a lot of these developers (laughs) uh especially the ones creating games right now there's no way in hell unless it's like a really unique case there's no way in hell a lot of these games aren't going to get a psvr2 version i firmly believe you know what was it june of 2020 something like that june or august of 2020 um every game had to be compatible and be able to run on ps5 moving forward and that's why we saw a lot of games just randomly disappear from the store and things like that but um but yeah, I think these, a lot of these games will get a second chance. I think it's good, like, like Alex said, the best thing you can do right now if you have a game is to release it and then, and then already start working on your, your PSVR 2 version and, and get the game, use that extra time to, to get the game fully optimized. Like, you know, let it reach its full potential with the support of the PS5 hardware and PSVR 2 uh, hardware.
2: Uh, it's kind of tough though because th- these guys, like, even when like when PSVR two releases, there's going to be a, a lot of presumably games. A, a lot of a nice lineup of launch yep. games, launch titles, yeah. tri- first party titles, all kinds of nice stuff, and that's huge. Like, Console is going to be amazing at that point. Uh, but devs that are making games now for release on PSVR one with a PSVR two port, or even a PSVR two specific launch with backwards compatibility or whatever the case should account for the standard being much higher because like it's going to be so easy to get lost if you're dealing with you know first party titles or 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 titles that maybe like studios like servios have been working on for like a year or two specifically for that hardware uh it's gonna be hard like you're gonna they might get overshadowed by by big titles if they release roughly at the same time which ironically happens to be the best time uh right as the console launches so it's yeah it's gonna be for developers it's yeah. gonna be a really wild ride for, th- for everybody else it's gonna be amazing
0: yeah i think i think for that i think you're right it's gonna be tougher because you're gonna have a lot of system selling triple a games and stuff that are going to be launching with it but i still think whether you benefit I think I think whether you benefit in the beginning or or later on down the line there's going to be way more headsets sold way more active player yeah. base and that's the that's the thing that's killing the the first headset right now is the active user base is mm-hmm. is dwindling like compared to what it used to be and and I think the more active Uh, stronger active player base you have the better chance you have for more people picking up especially like let's say you do get overshadowed at launch well when your game goes on sale again and people see it uh you know then that's another chance for people to 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 look into it again um you know brian using his little like views and stuff as a barometer how many like i'm sure you see a big boost in views every time a game is on sale
1: sometimes depends on the game like again wins and but leaves okay. i don't i i could say that game's gonna <laughs> go on sale for seven dollars and, and that review is still gonna see nothing because yeah. unfortunately a title called wins and leaves it just doesn't have that appeal um but you're right well, you're right I
0: it, it's marketable too you know
1: right absolutely um guys real quick we got two tips to take care of uh Two k 9now et. $10 tips says I'm excited to see dev tools evolving to the point where it levels the playing field. Hopefully documentation and techniques and skill sharing continues, uh, or increases. So games keep getting better. I send sends a little heart over to Alec. Um, does, is this so I know when PSVR first launched, I think this is what he's referencing, especially, uh, people like Chandana Ekenayake, um, over out loop games is always, is always referring to, um, how how Sony's got like this, you know, stable of of PSVR developers that all work together, like they, they help each other out. Um, and I I don't know if that's something you've experienced, Alec. Um, you weren't really there. Were you there? No, you weren't really there at launch, right? Because Wraith came out a little bit no, later than that. Have you it, ever experienced was, any of this?
2: No, that's weird that you even say that. I have no idea. Like the the console process, we had to like figure out from scratch and every conceivable problem we ran into, uh, there was like no place to really go. You can't just Google the solution. Uh, all that stuff's proprietary. There's like forums, obviously, and, and support threads. But in those cases, you're waiting for responses, like official responses. and uh, it, it wasn't very smooth. So that's interesting. I, I had no idea. But I mean, w- in terms of what the tip also said, like just the amount of tools that we have now that, where it doesn't even matter that you're an indie dev you, you can compete to some extent depending on what your how you you know scope your game with bigger titles and a good example is like or at least i know this isn't necessarily a quality of issue but uh like if you look at swordsman and consider okay well it's in the top 10 downloads uh consistently and then what games uh, that are bigger aren't and so what does that say about the contrast between what indie devs could do and what AAA devs could do, uh, like Vader Immortal, for example. If if Vader Immortal isn't on the top ten, but Swordsman is, it doesn't necessarily mean that Swordsman's better. Right. But it's nice to see that it's possible for indie devs to to keep up in that way. Yeah. yeah. Some
1: things are just a, a mystery altogether. Drunken bar fight. Yeah. Is always there. <laughs> so
0: there's that. Right. <laughs> Not, yeah, not not to talk trash about drunken bar fight but and uh, for the record yeah. I would take I would take you know there was I, I referenced like you know there was a debate about should AAA non VR devs get into the VR space and, and th- that that is when you mentioned some of these games like it makes me realize yes like I would take a hundred uh, I would take one Ace Combat 7, 7 limited VR mode over a thousand Space Explorer VRs any mm. day i don't <laughs> um, think anybody's think... against you on that <laughs> <The basic laughs> well, was trash. some people are you'd be uh, you'd be surprised i think the worst AAA vr game uh is probably still going to be better than the the worst indie game uh vr game i mean because it's just the but but it's still you know that's a little off topic that's a little referring back to earlier but i had to get that out there okay uh, before it was too late
1: we also got Dutch DJ with the 10 euros. Didn't say anything, but thank you so much for supporting the channel. Um, name's not familiar, so
0: welcome to the uh, channel if you're new. That's my dude, man. What up, Dutch DJ? Maybe it's your dude. Now we can afford days. That's my dude. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing bring dude d- over he's, to he's the show. He's from the
1: underground, man. yo. <laughs> yeah, well, I, luckily, I've got a hose over here. We can hose him off and clean him up and, uh, and make him presentable with the rest of the cats. <laughs> Anybody who comes from the underground, get in line. I got a hose. Uh, we also got... Oh, man. So, so sorry about the thumbnails you've had to endure up over, up until now, uh, Dutch DJ. Uh, tax refund. The Decalogue defines right and wrong. Game cat right over the $5 tip. says, sorry, Brian. And then quotes. Here's to my sweet Satan. I want to live it backwards like the Zepp, whose power is Satan. He will give those with him 666. And then sends, uh, I mean, with, with, along with the Satanic message, sends some love to, uh, to Alec. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with the satanic message, man. I'm, I'm, I'm always bouncing back and forth religious, uh, with religions and shit, it's like, I'm exploring every possibility. So
0: who knows, man, maybe you're pointing me in the right direction, which is I told somebody new. resident evil seven is your religion the other day.
1: Yeah, man. Resident evil seven can do no wrong. I'm, I'm in the cult guys. This has been a great discussion on PSVR too. And, uh, and, and I loved, I loved every second of it, but we end every show with a game of 20 questions. Uh, now Alec. I, I know you develop VR games. You develop PlayStation VR games, which means you probably don't have time to play a ton of PlayStation VR games. Have you been playing anything recently?
2: Uh, Yes, but I can't. Well, ironically, yes. Twist but his arm. Usually... He'll tell us. He'll
0: tell us. Both, both Brian and I perked up a little bit when he said that. <laughs>
2: no, no. You, usually it's... Uh, I try to play as much if I try to play as much games that will uh, for research like uh and I, I can't even say much because then you guys will be able to deduce what we're working right on. Well, uh nice. but yeah no i i in regards to how well fair in this in this
0: game i don't know all right uh you might have to carry the team you've been playing dream borders in dreams i understand <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: get a couple more tips here before we start the game uh scott future past scott jesco psn harry fella psvr GameCap Fort life with the five quid says last night of my holiday so here's some pizza money uh i'm sorry pizza quid (laughs) oh yeah and fract is
0: amazing i got my t-shirt on uh scott jesco is the best alvo player that has never played alvo just for the record is that is that a thing yeah yeah totally Uh, thing
1: the is amazing. You. I got ninth in the world on a track on Synth Riders. It was easy, but yay. Okay, well, congratulations, man. It's like nice. small steps. I remember, like, making progress in, uh, in Beat Saber. That was huge for me. <laughs> we got Niles Ryan, the Game Feline, with a $5 tip. Rear says, I swear I'm going to get Arashi and Wins and Leaves just as soon as I can stop playing Dirt Rally VR. It's so good. Uh, agreed. Agreed. I had my time yeah. with Dirt Rally, That's and it weird. was so good. Uh, probably need to get back to that at some point. Um oh shit apparently i missed a i missed a donation uh thank you jay meow for for shooting me text during the stream uh
0: wait no uh no. Jay, I, I, I see I- one from snafu for five dollars that says so i started playing cyberpunk 2077 thumbs mm-hmm. up thumbs up and my overwhelming feeling is that i'm i'm playing i'm only playing a preview for an amazing vr game mm-hmm. frustrating thoughts i think cyber Punk 2077 depending on how they support the game moving forward um, nine times out of ten most games typically abandon their game after it fails but every now and then you have I think I think they would have to pull a, a hello games like how they did with no man's sky and and really revamp the game do a lot of work to it finish it you know deliver the thing that they originally promised and if they do that and the game comes back to life Then they will absolutely add a VR mode, but it all depends on whether they follow through with that or not.
1: I feel like that's a game where you could just like slap it into VR and get make sure the bugs don't uh don't ruin the game and you'd be like, fine, it's good enough and be like, fuck man, this is one of the best VR games we've ever played. (laughs) It's like fucking awesome. Uh we also got Zachary Croissant with a five dollar tip. Didn't say anything, but man, that's a that's a nice looking croissant. Thank you so much. (laughs) Looking tasty there, Zach. Looking tasty. all right guys, we gotta get we gotta get this uh this game of twenty questions started. (laughs) Uh, yeah, this one's gonna be hard for
0: Alec. It's gonna be hard for everyone. But wait, maybe, wait, wait, uh, wait! Think, <laughs> no, it's definitely gonna be hard for Alec. <laughs> Why would you turn on oh, hard no, mode? Like, when Alec's I seriously doubt, doubt that he has played this or knows what it is, but we'll we'll try.
1: I I, I can't believe you didn't. Custom- I watch your guys' channels.
2: <laughs> maybe I've seen it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. All right, I'm gonna really need everybody's help. We're we're gonna really need everyone's help in the chat. Then, uh, make sure. Oh, but look at that, dude! Sit in Studio dropping swordsman keys in the chat. Look at you multitasking um <laughs>
0: uh
1: so yeah guys make sure if you, if you haven't played this game before i mean it's 20 questions we have 20 yes or no questions figure out what playstation vr game aj is thinking about uh and that's kind of it we got six minutes up on the clock mm. on your market set go
2: alec you want to kick off the questions <clears throat> i had a few uh that i came up with earlier you, you start them. though, let me let me try and figure out a good one. Yeah, uh, no, just you start. <laughs> Does it have aim support?
1: No. No aim.
2: Mm. Did it release in the last year?
0: No. Okay.
1: Not twenty twenty. Um can you also play it on the flat screen? No. Okay, not
0: a hybrid game. Not a PSVR 2 game, no. That is correct.
2: Does it have any multiplayer, including co-op?
0: It does not have any multiplayer. All right, now you're speaking my language. Hmm.
1: Um, Would you call this a narrative-driven game? Absolutely not. (laughs) Oh, wow.
2: It's probably like a, a...
1: and down, should we narrow down the uh,
0: the genre alec for the record i've done swordsman before guys so that was that yeah was i was one just thinking i was so. like what <laughs> do you pull one of that one of those right now right because i'm not
2: thinking about those games
1: I, I hope it's a sin studio game i really do i I'm, I'm, I, I don't I, think so i mean so it, I lim- we eliminated uh perfect sniper because it doubts it's super narrative driven uh but so we could we could be on it can't be Warzone because that has aim support uh, but so does Ray. also does, yeah. Oh, man, we've
0: eliminated almost everything. That wouldn't now. make it that easy. Come on. <laughs> Unless he's
2: doing Swordsman again.
0: <laughs> no, it's not Swordsman again. I promise.
1: <laughs> let's, let's narrow down the genre. What 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 can we figure out? Is it a wave shooter? Not a wave shooter. Damn. Actually, that's good. There's too many wave shooters. It'd be hard to figure out.
2: Hold on. It, uh, this is kind of a dumb question. Is it Shit, an indie Brian, indie game?
0: Uh, it is an indie game. Are you keeping track, Brian? You, you, am I keeping track of the one thing that you're
1: supposed to be keeping track of—the number of questions? <laughs> we're, we're
2: number eight now. We're Three, number four, eight
1: five, now. six. Yeah, that was the seventh question, so this will be eight. Yeah. Okay. And so it is an indie game. That's what we figured out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. absolutely an indie game. An indie game. Shout out to Dragon Die seventy-six with the two-dollar tip. Um, no message, just a cute emoji. So, thank you. Um,
2: okay. Well, okay, but he said I'm not going to get it, which is a hint on its own. It's probably some like obscure. Aj's Aj's re-title. terrible, man.
1: He he's trying to throw us off the scent. It's probably super easy, and he's just trying to throw us it off.
2: Towards me. Right, he would he
1: wouldn't do that too. Like then everybody would be like, "Wow, Aj's such a dick," and like he wouldn't. risk uh, his No, reputation. but he
2: wants to win, right? It's... I don't
1: know, man. I don't know what would you risk to win?
0: That's a good question. Um, I just so picked a game. It's the it's the name of the game. Okay. You're supposed how, to pick one. I just has this developer <laughs> made more than one
1: PSVR game?
0: Uh, no. Okay,
1: okay. so solo game i haven't even gotten the controller yet Mm -hmm. well it's not aim so
2: so we don't care (laughs) does it have smooth or free locomotion can you move in the game uh by controlling where you're going and Uh, it's not like a rails thing or a stationary thing
0: uh i would say no like you mean like does it have like full locomotion or something
2: well that or teleportation, can you decide yeah. where to go freely?
0: Um, mm, Sort of, not really. <laughs>
2: okay, okay, so you probably navigate like maybe- Node to node maybe, right? One section at a time, yeah, node to node or
0: something. Right. No, it's not node, it's not teleport, it's not full locomotion. But you kind of? But there is, but there it, is it, a little rails bit of movement. don't count. It, oh, it, it kind of is rails, yeah, I would say kind of rails.
2: Kind of oh, rails.
0: All right, so everybody, yeah. that's because that, you were specifically asking that. So it's kind of like rails.
1: Hmm. That eliminates a ton of stuff.
2: Kind know. of like rails, though. He's no. that's a, that's a weird weird answer.
0: Right. <laughs> kind um, of like rails. Wait, that, that was number nine.
2: Do you think it could be like a third person game, and he's saying kind of like rails because the camera movement isn't something you control, but it kind of follows the character?
1: No, no. I think I think mm-hmm. you're getting way too deep into it
2: yeah i'm overthinking it
1: yeah for sure um yeah this is this, I'm, I'm, ooh. uh okay so is this um we said it's not a wave shooter is it is
0: it a shooter no not a shooter that's number 10. all right that's big oh, too
2: could be is it a? does it have puzzles
0: uh there's no puzzles
1: in this oh wow no puzzles, not narrative-driven. It's not a shooter. Um,
2: Wait, if you're not solving puzzles or shooting, what
0: else could you be doing? You could be... Is it a rhythm game? Um, No, not... But it, it kind of falls into that category a little bit, but no, not really. I mean, in, in a way, yes, in a way, no.
1: What? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, kind of <laughs> rhythm, but not really.
0: I, w- I would say I would say no. It's not a rhythm game. No. Okay. That, I
1: mean, that eliminates a ton because that. I mean, Res Infinite is obviously rhythm. Pistol Whip obviously rhythm.
2: They said kind of rhythm game.
0: Yeah. I would say no. Technically, by like by the book, no, it's not a rhythm game. But you can do something with rhythm in it. We have ten seconds left.
1: Uh, oh my God! It's not a shooter. Um, is it a platformer?
0: It's not a platformer.
1: Oh, he hesitated.
0: It's not a platformer. Okay, <laughs> we,
1: we we just ran we just ran out of time, so we officially died. Oh man, uh, we we lost got, the game.
0: You got a couple questions left. I'll I'll let you get a couple. I've I've seen it in the chat. I've seen somebody say oh, it already. Okay, and I've seen some more hints around
1: it. Well, I mean. I really I, I want to go towards something like until you fall but that can't be it based on the answers you've given us. Um which would which would make sense with the with the uh oh Electronaut has no locomotion
0: so that doesn't help us either. Electronaut I think is more as a kind of a rhythm game. Yeah, definitely. For sure.
2: Okay, wait. Is it a good game?
0: I think it's good. <laughs> mm. I think it is a good game. Yeah. 13 I've seen it in the chat, but, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> I don't know what else yeah, to I'm, say.
1: I'm okay losing. We ran out of time. We, we I, All right. I feel like I did my best.
0: It is, as Nick Ulo has said a million times in the chat, it is Vertigo Home. It's not a toy. <laughs> okay. Vertigo Home is the name of the game. I knew that'd be a tough one. Um, I was, uh, you know, you abandoned the genres and stuff pretty quick, <laughs> uh, oh, I guess yeah. uh, not a genres. You abandoned the controllers and I was going to give you a hint and, and say, you know, it kind of uses the dual shock, but not really. And I was hoping that you'd maybe get to like the head movement. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a game. Alec. I don't know if I answered this properly, but it's a game where you tilt your head left and right to steer and it's like on rails and right, it's, like, right. a, it's like a trippy experience. Yeah. No,
2: yeah, if you said yes, it would have confused me
0: more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think I
1: was gonna I honestly I, I probably wouldn't get it in Vertigo Home no matter what questions we asked, to be honest with you. Um I've never I, heard of it. Unless we said was It was my
0: first it was the first review I ever did for PSVR without parole. <laughs> it, it was it
1: was where you lost all credibility from day one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, some people like that game. No, yes you did. Uh <laughs> Uju uh, the underground game cat in the chat says, I love Vertigo Home. There you go. Yeah, I'm biased. There's
1: one. Zachary Croissant with the two dollar tip says, "Sin, explain romantic scissors to everyone."
2: Oh yeah, I, I knew that was red. Uh, I think I have explained this before, but I, I will explain it. Um, when I was making the thumbnail for the official gameplay trailer for Swordsman, I was doing it on a live stream, and so I was like posing the two guys and trying to make it look badass, but. And, and the picture, for anybody who remembers, is like two guys with swords clashing in the middle of the screen, like in an X. But the original pose that I was kind of like trying to get it, get them into, somebody screenshotted it when it was like half done, and it looked really romantic. <laughs> um, and and that's that kind of blew up into a meme. <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, we also got MRI Gamer with the $5 tip says, how about any info on the Swordsman Halloween event, or at least pimp it before you go?
0: Ooh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do something for Halloween. Uh, yes, we're still kind of figuring it out. It's most likely going to be uh, a boss fight with a new boss weapon uh, and maybe some other items.
0: I, I love the last one. You had you decorated the the lobby and you had the mm. that was the cursed axe uh, yeah. update and yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. I think you introduced zombies around that time too, We did
2: Horde, yeah. It was a little bit late. I think we hit it just after Halloween. Oh. Uh, But, I mean, the idea now is, like, whenever we do factions or uh, boss fights like this uh, where they get their own map to kind of throw away what we've done or throw away what we did at the beginning and uh, add something interesting there. Like, in Claws, the environment was falling apart. Maybe we could add verticality or uh, some interesting new things Hmm. so that it's not just a reskin and this was actually something that you guys were talking about on this channel, uh, that kind of pushed us in that direction, and people really liked it. And of course, it's a very valid uh, point, you know.
0: Castlevania so with a whip. Interesting. Castlevania <laughs> themed with a whip. Let's do this, yeah. Alec. I got you on voice. I got you.
1: <laughs> what is a man? <laughs> uh, Alec, thank you so much, man, for hanging out with us and uh, talking about uh, all sorts of speculation about PSVR 2 and what it's going to mean next gen. Uh, You know, Mm. this is something that we talk about pretty much nonstop. And uh, it's always nice seeing your name in the chat uh, when we're talking about it. So it's even nicer to have you here uh, chiming in with your opinion. Um, We also... is this a new name? Slyword two fifty one, the basement switch flipping game cat with the uh the five quid it says this channel is the goddamn greatest of all time. So hashtag higher AJ, hashtag Quake VR, hashtag everybody by zing, hashtag when is the swordsman VR sale.
0: Slyword Two fifty one was on our last shout out, Brian.
1: He was last Friday, are we? Yeah, that's right. I've been I've been kind of weirdly under the weather for the last week. Um so everything's a everything's a blur um yeah we figured out you know that's the one that flips the switch yeah yeah we Finally, actually, lloyd got replaced Finally, by somebody who actually does some shit around here nice <laughs> alec We well, thank you so uh, much man and uh
2: sorry oh, i just want to quickly point out uh i don't know when the swordsman's or i can't say when the swordsman sale is but uh also twitcher the single player GameCat. i'm off to try really hard to find some fun in swordsman and they were talking earlier about not being able to and that's okay uh, you don't have to. Yeah. I mean you already uh, bought it. We'll, get, so. you, we'll, get, we'll <laughs> get you next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Twi- we'll, twitch, we'll is keep we'll keep twitch is notorious,
1: man. Uh, Twi- Twi- twitch is notorious. twitch Twitcher bought the game. it's uh, been been checking it out uh, every few updates and, uh, and and just not not loving it. Um, but you know what it's every game is not for everybody and that is like you said, it's one hundred percent fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love that this community is able to disagree uh maturely and say like oh man i yeah. fucking hated this game and like explain why and talk about it and i go i love this yeah, game oh blah yeah. and and but everybody's still on the same page we all we all get to talk about games dude fighting and debating and arguing about video games is one of my favorite pastimes and so that's okay. why i love this community so much because we can do it without um without acting like children so um so thank you twitcher
0: for our-
2: being a dick dude, yeah. jesus Christ, oh, but dude. also it's all it's also like we're kind of working for the person who likes the game the least, right? Because they're they're the best benchmark for what how it could improve right. the most. So it's it's, well, it's definitely helpful.
0: I don't think there's any helping Twitcher. So <laughs> <laughs> <We'll keep> trying. <laughs> All right,
1: you guys, uh, that's that's gonna do it for another episode of pspr Games Cast Live. Don't forget uh, to uh, we we got to thank so many people, man. Real quick, real quick, uh, and that is uh, Miles Dyer for uh, taking care of our Instagram account. We also got to thank Jay Meow for making sure that our, our channel is getting up and running and for putting all this stuff up on uh, podcast services. So make sure you check us out on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, plenty of other places as well. I'll figure out those eventually. Uh, don't forget uh, that this everything runs smoothly around here because of our mods. Uh, not only do they keep taking care of the YouTube channel, but taking care of Discord. So go check out our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, but also, uh, shout out to Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who makes sure that this show has timestamps about six to 12 hours after it airs. Uh, we appreciate you because there's no way I'd be watching every single episode back and timestamping it, so you're the best. Thank you so much. Um, and anyone else who's ever supported the channel, shout out to you, thank you to everybody in the chat, thank you to everybody who donated today, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, numbers don't lie. We love you so very much. Can I cute the cat?
0: Cute the cat, Brian, because it's time to release the kitten! Justin Cassie, thumbs, <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, Mark Pringles Good to see you, Emily. Back Here to the hashtag that. game. Kitten. It says cue the pink elephant. Uh, Sergeant Frosty. I know this stream was your childhood. Thank you for joining. GC thirteen die Pepsi cat. When are you coming on? We gotta get her on next. Uh, Miles Dyer. Thank you so much, man. LC two five five two beats the musical game cat. Keeping it down. Keeping it down in the uh, the the country town in in the UK guy uh, son fist bump to you lethal Country weasel Town. west what up homie gabriel mm-hmm. 004 the lights be out game cat <laughs> andrew bailey uh with with uh whatever he's doing over there magic the game cat uh gundy gundy weiss das gun i love that name i haven't heard that in forever i love it uh justin Casty, yes uh uh left to rot hopefully brian does a stream on that i can't wait to see yes totally. daniel williams Good to you as well. Nair later to yourself. Thank you for joining Zachary Croissant. I'm going to eat you. Secrets of. Thank you so much. Sky Slyword 251. The Basement Switch flipping game cat. Keep up the great work, Steve Ire. Thumbs up. T- oh, he gave a middle finger. I <laughs> 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 thought was a thumbs up. Blue Jew, that's the so- underground <laughs> game Cat Elite Name spot in the house. See you yeah. later as well. Little pizza emoji. Yeah, uh, that's, that's uh, so good. <laughs> he said, sorry, wrong emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Anikazi. Uh Guys, uh, have a wonderful rest of the week. We will see you on Wednesday. Let's do this. Yeah,
1: we need a meow from Sin.
2: Meow. Yeah. I love hearing AJ go off at the end of these. (laughs) It's always so good. (laughs) Thank you, man.